0: Hello, and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and once again this week I'm joined by Alex Moreland and Stephen Ross, our resident TV critics, who will keep you right on the road to viewing heaven. Normally we have some structure to this podcast, but this week and next we're throwing caution to the wind with reckless abandon and we'll be giving you what you want instead. All things Christmas this week and next week, the year in review. There's no escaping festive viewing this time of year, so we thought we would give you a rundown of Christmas classics you can switch on as well as previewing a few new programs that will be launching in the next few weeks. Hi, Alex and Stephen. A different week for us this week. Normally, we would talk about what we've been watching. Instead, we're focusing on Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. So, up first, a Christmas classic. What movie do you recommend listeners to watch over the festive season And if one of you says Die Hard, there may be a lengthy debate. I'm not sure we've got time for that. So, Stephen, tell us, what is your pick?
1: Okay, well, I won't recommend Die Hard then, but Mm -hmm. ordinarily I would. I watched Joyeux Noël the other day, which I'd never seen before, but I've been wanting to watch for a while. And it's uh, set during the Christmas Day truce uh, during the First World War in 1914. And it's uh, because of that, it's in German-French and english the, the germans come together with the the french and, and english fighters and sort of sing carols together and, and kick football about and it's it's very 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 wholesome uh, it's good christmas viewing i would definitely recommend it it stars uh daniel brull from um goodbye lenin and the the newly released all quite in the western front remake and he's been in some marvel films as well and Billy Elliot's dad, Gary Lewis, is in it, and Diane Kruger, who I believe was also in Glorious Bastards* as well. It's a very, very wholesome film, but a lot, a lot more bayoneting than you would normally get in a Christmas film. But, uh, <laughs> so, it is, goes on their side after the truce.
0: It's, yeah. So, what does it focus on? How the truce came about, or is it like?
1: Yeah. So it's. I mean, I think a lot of that part is dramatised. Mm. Um, I think the actual historical reality of it was probably a bit different, but they have this big German singer, and he's singing Silent Night in German. Mm -hmm. And then the the Scots guards in the other trench, because they were so close, like in in actual World War I, you you would have been able to hear the people in the other trenches, which is really weird. But the Scots guards are sort of bagpiping along to his song. And then he sort of puts his head above the trench and doesn't get shot. Mm-hmm. So then he sort of gets out of his trench and he doesn't get shot. And then he walks over to their trench and then someone comes to meet him. And, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's a real, real feel good film in the end. Mm-hmm. It's it's really nice.
0: If you can put aside the whole war thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very. Which they, they did for a bit.
0: Yeah. I guess that's the essence of it. So when was this made roughly? Uh, this
1: was uh, 2005. Okay. So it's a fairly modern yeah. Christmas classic, but okay. it's, it's very good.
0: Joy Noel. And it's available where?
1: Well, I uh, I had to rent it on Amazon, unfortunately. I couldn't mm-hmm. I've been wanting to watch it for a long time, but I couldn't find it on any streaming service. So it was I think it was two pounds fifty to rent so you on had to Amazon. So to
0: splash out even more costs yeah. on top of all your streaming, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> okay, so that's good. That's your first have you got another one for us or are we moving on to Alex? <laughs>
1: Well, I, I mean, I would always, always recommend How the Grinch Stole Christmas, okay. and that is on Netflix, and I probably don't need to say an awful lot about that, because most people will have seen it, well. but it's...
0: Well. Really? Well, yeah. I've never seen it either.
1: No, so... Wow. Well, I, I feel like you're a
0: conscientious objector there, Alex.
2: No, not even, not even. An, <laughs> an accidental objector. But I, okay. I was watching um, this thing on Channel 5 the other day, which... Which I don't tend to, obviously. But um, it was one of those like talking heads with the cheapest celebrities countdown of Christmas movies. <laughs> and I kind of realised like I have seen next to no Christmas films at all. Like they were going through like Grinch, Home Alone. So I'm I'm not doing well here. Uh, but I'm I'm taking a list. And I'll Okay I probably Alex won't watch re- it twice, rewind.
0: <laughs> rewind. <laughs> yeah. You've not seen Home Alone. What I
2: not not Alex, consciously what? in a way I would ever like understand or remember it,
0: like oh my I, god, you have to watch that. Yeah, it's on Christmas Day, I think. I had a quick look at what was on uh, on Christmas Day. I think it's on Christmas Day, and you don't even have to like put on a streaming service. Well, or I'll, just I'll watch
2: it then, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> no. So I've, okay, I've so been <laughs> taking a list recently, uh, okay, of of things I need to watch. Obviously, I'm always yeah. taking notes when Stephen recommends things, but.
0: <laughs> this really long <lamb> list. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I've yeah, got a yeah.
2: list. Carol, uh, Noelle Now, Muppets. So I'm, I'm going to
1: try and get through mm. as many of these. Muppets is a very uh, good one. Missing classics. Yeah. Muppets, Christmas, Carol. Yeah, Die I'm hard terrible well. for
0: like, yeah, like that. I would have I would have um, seen them, you know, the old ones I would have seen like growing up, and I've never watched them as an adult, and I'm sure I'd get something completely different. From them, But yeah, I'm not really, I don't really seek out Christmas movies either, as you'll find out in a minute when I re- give you my recommendation. Um. So, okay, cool. So we've got Joyeux Noël and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Stephen, anything else?
1: Well, I could go on forever. You might need to. But, um, um, I, I've <laughs> no. seen a few. Please don't for Alex's sake. <laughs> my other one, I guess, uh, if we want to go for a proper, proper classic would be um, It's a Wonderful Life, mm. which came out in 1946 it's a proper post-war, everything's good now, America's about to become like the most
0: brilliant, wealthy country mm-hmm. on
1: the planet. And Jimmy Stewart, who served in the war, stars in this film as a guy who's like a real nice guy um, and he's always self-sacrificing. And because of that, he sort of gives up on his dreams and he becomes a bit depressed sort of on Christmas Eve and he's like, I wish I'd never been born because... I've like my life's gone nowhere, and then an angel comes along, and he's like, "Right, well, you haven't now." And he has to live his life as if he's never been born, and he realizes how much sort of good he did mm-hmm. through his life, and it's it's weird because it's a bit sort of the inverse of Joe Noel because it's really depressing for most of the film mm-hmm. because it's just this really nice guy having a real rubbish time of it, and then really uplifting at the end, mm-hmm. whereas. Joy Noel is quite uplifting throughout, and then obviously the true sense. So, what happened next?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> World War One.
0: Okay, that was a bit of a downer. <laughs> okay, so
1: it's a, Merry Christmas.
0: Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Absolutely total Christmas classic. Probably the biggest Christmas classic potentially of all time. I guess.
1: Yeah, flopped at the time as well. Did it? Yeah, made like next to no money at the time, and is now. I, no. I think in America, like the biggest Christmas
0: film. It's probably one of the highest grossing, not grossing, but it's probably been shown the most or seen the most yeah, like we'll, of any we'll film of all here. time. I imagine a lot of people watch it every year. I have friends who like go to the cinema to watch it every year. It's like a Christmas tradition, you know, I'd so. love
1: to see it at the cinema.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Alex, talk to us about Christmas movies. What is in your Christmas movie bag? Not much apparently, but, um,
2: <laughs> no, not a huge amount. Cause I find that, You know, at Christmas, I tend to watch things that are sort of, I I guess, seasonal, but not necessarily Christmassy. Like Mm. I will end up watching sort of a Wallace and Gromit or Indiana Jones or something.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. um, I'm the exact same. Or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Or often like, because I find that like TV's on at weird times and stuff, Mm. it'll be the most sort of cheaply animated children's film that... No no one else is paying attention to, but yeah. I'm finding myself getting kind of obsessed with. Yeah. So, there was one a few years ago that was, um, it was called Oops, Noah is Gone. And it was on at like some ridiculous time on <laughs> Channel 4. And I spent the whole thing trying to work out like what animal it was meant to be. <laughs> and, and I couldn't Google it because it was... You know, it's one of those ones that has a different title in America. They okay. redubbed all the actors, <laughs> so sort of trying to work it out before. Eventually, it turned out that they were just made-up animals.
0: Okay, and there, and
2: there was no. I'm sitting there going, is that and like you'd wasted an half a Boxing or?
0: Day trying to figure out what yeah. it was. Oh.
2: No one else is interested. I'm just sat there going, but what is that? It's bright orange.
0: So, just is is your recommendation? <laughs> uh, just watch whatever crap is on the telly yeah
2: basically I'm, <laughs> I'm much more passive at christmas time than than the rest of the year
0: i have to say i'm kind of the same except that i have kids and um their viewing informs my viewing now yeah. at that time of year because we're just trying to keep the peace <laughs> basically you know so is that it alex or do you have any yeah else that's for?
2: that's as much as i can <laughs> contribute yeah there.
0: okay there's, there's a that.
2: sequel to oops nora's gone but i haven't <laughs> seen that yet i probably will well,
0: hilarious. Okay, we might have to go back to you again in a minute, Stephen, (laughs) for Alex's (laughs) list. Uh, So my recommendation is children-focused, as I said, and it was something I completely stumbled across uh, a couple of years ago, and it's called The Nativity, with an exclamation mark. And this is, or sorry, Nativity, with with an exclamation mark. And it's Martin Freeman- and Ashley Jensen and never even heard of this film. Just like sat down one day, like you, Alex, and it was on. And honestly, I loved every minute of it. This is kind of still kind of coming off the back of X Factor era. So there's this primary school (laughs) in England somewhere and it's like, they want to put on a nativity and the teacher is a bit miserable, but he has a bit of a performing arts background. So he gets nominated to do it. This is Martin Freeman. His Kids are a bunch of sort of misfits and cute kids, but also like, you know, maybe not very well behaved at points and things like that. So he kind of begrudgingly takes on this project, enter his sort of foolish teaching assistant, Mr. Poppy, who's played by Mark James Wooten, who I've never seen anything else and actually is so funny in this. And essentially then somehow they end up in this sort of Situation where he's got a friend, his ex-girlfriend, played by Ashley Jensen, Jennifer, who now lives in Hollywood. And she's supposedly a big producer out there. And mm. somehow someone, wires get crossed and they believe that the the Hollywood people are coming to film their nativity. So the whole place cracks up and they go mad and blah, blah, blah. And then he's got to figure out how to work, make it all work. And um, whilst sort of contending with some issues from back in the day and um, his rival played by uh, Jason, Jason Watkins. Watkins, yeah, who's Gordon Shakespeare and he's at the other local school and they do everything like over the top um, and win all the awards and get all the good reviews from the local paper with the journalist being played by chatty man, Ellen Carr, uh. also quite funny. <laughs> also quite funny in that role, I have to say. So it is just a laugh a minute and it's a musical and there's lots of nice little songs and capers I just love it I'd watch it every day over Christmas no problem warning though there is actually more than one of these mm, films there's four of them Um, I saw the second one starring David Tennant which is a bit more elaborate plot about twins David Tennant actually plays him and his evil brother sort of thing didn't enjoy it as much. And I have not seen... That's Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger. And then Nativity 3, Dude, Where's My Donkey? <laughs> stars Martin Clunes. Have not oh seen it. God. And that was followed by Nativity Rocks in 2018. And I'm pretty sure I don't know anybody that was in that film. I will not vouch for any of them except the first one. But I love it.
2: I can also vouch for the first one. That That is did one you, of the few that has
1: made the list.
0: Did you enjoy it. it? Yeah. Did you it's enjoy good. it?
1: Pleasant. Yeah, oh, I,
0: I really like, really pleasant.
1: I yeah. hated it.
0: Oh, Stephen, Bar oh, humbug.
1: No, no I, yeah, this is probably my Grinchiest um, Christmas take, but I, I hate child <laughs> actors. Um, <laughs> um, because they can't act. That is, ter- that so, is really Grinchy, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Luckily, there's not many
2: of them on Christmas.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, so I, I can't stand Home Alone. I can't stand Nativity. I, I Nativity 2, I saw bits of because my mum really likes the films. Um, <laughs> and I have a I'm bit like of a <laughs> sort of a man crush for David Tennant. So I probably preferred that a bit more, but... yeah. Yeah, child actors, especially sickly sweet ones like in The Nativity, just make okay. my skin crawl a little bit. I
0: kind of I kind of thought they were great because some of it was kind of ad-libbed, obviously, as well. And I thought, I like that they were very natural, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, note to self, don't put any on Stephen's watching. I, it, I feel yeah. like
1: you normally will have people say like, oh, they're really good considering they're eight. And I think, yeah, if they were like 28, then they'd be actually good, wouldn't they? So... <laughs>
0: Is a terrible criticism, Stephen. You what cut, are you on about you? Can cut
1: that. You can cut that bit out because that might be a bit. A bit oh, mean, I but. think we
2: need to hold you to that forever.
0: Oh, I'm going to come and find you in like 25 years when you've got small kids and you're like, I said such horrible things. Possibly. Possibly. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. No, no, kiddie movies then for Stephen. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah, so I'm not going to make any more uh, suggestions except and I know Stephen's probably going to say he hates this, you can't beat a bit of Love Actually as well. I, I quite like episode. Love Actually. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. That. No children in it. Obviously, that's fine. Oh, wow, this is
1: the main one. <laughs> yeah, there's that one. kid yeah. who's like somehow 16, but looks oh, yeah. about
0: eight. The drummer. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. That is another thing with child actors, though, always, isn't it? They're always like 18 and they're playing a mm. 12-year-old or whatever. No, Love Actually is a good... It's probably one of the best British... Christmas movies of all time I would say and a stellar cast yeah. yeah clearly okay I don't know if it's on anywhere over Christmas probably should check that it's but on anyway.
2: ITV2 at half ten on Christmas Day
0: that is slightly weird that you yeah. know that but thank you oh, okay. that's, that's
2: the job that's the job. Photographic memory. Yeah.
0: If anybody need doesn't have a TV guide to hand, just give Alex an old yeah, text there you know, and he'll I'm, tell you what's happening. I have
2: a lot of free time. I can answer these questions directly.
0: <laughs> I thought I was impressive knowing that Home Alone was on on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, okay. He knows everything about Christmas Day. Okay. A pretty diverse set of recommendations there on the movie front and sort of none from Alex, but that's fine. Uh, something t- for everyone. I've
2: taken recommendations. <laughs>
0: Yeah, in I'll the spirit of the
2: season.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Taking rather than giving. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're talking about Christmas institutions. Which of those will you be watching, Stephen? Tell me.
1: King's Speech. He's, uh, he's,
0: gather- <laughs> he's gathering himself here for a rent of some sort, uh, I think. Well, I,
1: yeah, I, I feel like I've already become the villain of the piece. <laughs> um, but I'm going to carry on. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I, I know that a lot of people do watch the King's speech or the queen's speech formally as was and will you guys be watching the king's speech
0: it's kind of like a sequel this year isn't it? it's like what's how's it going to differ you know the
1: 85th sequel that no one asked for but we get every year um (laughs) i my tradition is not watching the king's speech or the queen's speech well my my tradition is not watching the queen's speech and i'm really excited to begin the tradition (laughs) Of not watching the King's Speech. Wow. No one in my family really watches it, so it's hard to make a point, like a profound Republican point when no one cares.
0: At home, you mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting around. I'm out of here. I'm sitting around with the TV not on, playing Yeah, I'm like, definitely not Monopoly, changing the channel. <laughs> and, and I sort of have to go, oh, the Queen's Speech would be on in 20 minutes. I will not be watching that. <laughs> um, have you
0: ever watched the alternative speech on Channel 4?
1: I think I have. But
0: didn't impact the... Yeah,
1: it's um, not left much of an impression. I think it's still too close to accepting that there is a King's Speech to watch the alternative one. I prefer to completely shut it up. I don't even want (laughs) to acknowledge. But one one thing that I do actually do is watch The Snowman because that's... Very, very There's wholesome. There's no
0: children in it. There's, oh, wait, there yeah, is, not but it's that animated. You can, it's okay. Yeah,
1: they're animated children, so it's fine. And <laughs> they're mostly silent. And it's a, a, a really nice, a really nice film, isn't it? And it's like 25 minutes long, and you can just feel really festive and watch a little boy make a snowman. And it's, yeah. it's really happy and really nice.
0: Oh. oh, look at you being all positive there, Stephen. Thank you for those... Re- that recommendation. Yeah. OK. All right. Alex, over right. to you.
2: Um, yeah, I, I will probably watch The Snowman as well. Okay. Uh, I'm fond of The Snowman, too. Good. Uh, otherwise, I always enjoy like the Julia Donaldson yes. animation, whatever that is. Um, this
0: year it S- is.
2: Smith's and the Smurfs.
0: Yes. Very, very popular in my house. I think I've read that book, no exaggeration, 489 times um approximately. So I could actually nearly recite it for you, but it's very cute. And yeah, Julia Dannelson stuff is is just lovely always and heartwarming.
2: Yeah. I really liked the um superworm one last year. Yeah, Superworm was great as well. Just nonsense, but it, it quite entertained me. Yeah. Um but yeah, and otherwise um my my usual staple Doctor Who is not it's not on this year. Um, Sadly, so I'll just
1: have to have a conversation with people,
2: something like that instead.
0: Yeah, just talk to people, play games <laughs> yeah.
2: or
1: whatever. And when when was when was Doctor Who last not on on Christmas? Well, it, it moved
2: to New Year's Day for the past few years. Okay, so, so I guess technically it's yeah. But um,
0: they got Happy Valley this year. So they're 2004? like, we don't need it anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's been twelve. No. To, I, can't, I can't do basic maths
0: <laughs> 18
2: years Yeah A long wow. time
0: yeah. But yeah And no Top of the Pops either this year I think it's the first time in about 50 years There was no Christmas special Top of the Pops Which is kind of sad But mm. I don't I didn't watch it So I might have watched it I might have just like come across it Like half sozzled at like Half 11 at night or whatever um, But yeah um not too sure what that's saying about Budgets and where they're putting their money and stuff, but um, at least they're retaining Julia Donaldson stuff and. Uh,
2: That's a priority. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So okay, and and Wallace and Gromit, you say you were gonna say Alex was yeah. it?
2: if 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 it's on, I I, yeah. I wouldn't like actively sort of seek it out on a Netflix or whatever, but if if it's on, I I will rearrange the day.
0: Continuing your passive viewing over Christmas, I yeah. feel like this is like the life of a TV critic. So you spend all your. Proactively looking for <laughs> yes. stuff and getting stuff thrown in front of you and you have to watch certain things. So by the time it comes to Christmas, you're like, Mleh! and like the remote is like three inches away from your hand and you can't even reach as far yes. as a, to change I've, the I've channel.
2: I've given up at this point. <laughs> there is.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I couldn't even rule out the possibility that, you know, Mrs. Brown's boys might come on. Oh my and God. I'm, no. I'm, it's too far away. Yeah, so, so that's it. That's me for the next half hour. That is a
0: great uh, segue into what I'll be watching and what the institutions are in my house because I spend it with my mother, who is a big fan of Mrs. Brown's Boys, I'm slightly embarrassed to admit. <laughs> um, so I have on occasion watched the Mrs. Brown's Boys Christmas special through gritted teeth, but also I did laugh occasionally, I will admit it. The other thing that I will be watching back to back on Christmas Day is the Soaps and I love it because uh, they're always great. Christmas Day soaps. I actually have vivid memories of things that happened on Christmas days on the soaps down through the years. Mm. Like literally sitting in my kitchen crying when Jamie died in EastEnders. Sanja,
1: I was going say that. Is that? Sanjay that... and Jamie. Yeah. The guy that fell off the building Oh no no Max's That's Bradley
0: son. That was years later okay. well,
1: I'm not cool. Right Well Bradley is Stacey one of my and Bradley
0: Yeah yeah yeah
1: Okay yeah. That was one of my Christmas memories
0: Max and Max's son Bradley Ginger guy Went up on the roof mm. to, to help somebody And ended up Falling off the Queen Vic Exactly So yeah. my point being It's a part of my Christmas And even though I don't watch The soaps year round I will <clears throat> watch everything That day And get my mother To update me On what's been happening <laughs> Uh, otherwise so yeah so I'm going to give you a tiny little preview of what's happening with the soaps we have Danny Dyer bowing out from EastEnders which is a big story his character Mick Carter is leaving we're pretty sure he's going to die and Charlie Brooks who is a long-standing character on EastEnders Janine Butcher she came back I don't know maybe a year ago and she's been seeing Mick so something's going to happen there which essentially means they're both departing and and EastEnders do tend to go for the tragic Christmas. Um, So we'll have a new landlord for the Vic by uh, the end of Christmas Day. There's some other, there's a kind of a funny story with Alfie and Kat. Alfie's back as well recently trying to win Kat back, which is like a perennial story for EastEnders. And then there's a funny potential story, not funny haha, but funny strange, where Phil Mitchell is actually going to put his life on the line for Billy Mitchell, who is his cousin who actually he always kind of, you know, messes about and treats badly and sort of has never really respected him. So there's a kind of strange situation here where Phil is being the good guy for a change. That's EastEnders, Coronation Street, Tyrone is planning a surprise wedding for Fizz, something goes wrong, things get delayed, etc. I have a major conspiracy theory that his... Ex-girlfriend who he left Fizz fur last year is going to arrive back with a baby in arms because I'm pretty sure she was pregnant when she left. But watch this space, people. You can say Kelly knew it. She knew it when it happens, right? Um, then we have, there's going to be a storyline with Amy and Jacob. Amy is uh, Tracy Barlow's daughter and she's a great actress, actually. And this new character, Jacob, her boyfriend, who came into this like a drug dealer last year. And has now turned good guy. You know the way that happens in soaps. They're like really bad people initially. And then all of a sudden they become a good person. Uh, Stephen, I can see you're really entertained with my soap update (laughs) here. But you can impress your mom. It's
1: really surreal. The the only thing I've understood so far was Phil Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, So Amy and Jacob, yep, they've got their own storyline. So watch the space. And then briefly, Emmerdale. I won't do Hollyoaks, lads. I'll save you that much. Emmerdale. Ah. Chaz has managed to keep her affair with recently murdered. Al a secret. handful full of people actually know, but apparently Paddy is going to find out over Christmas and this is going to be devastating. <laughs> so, watch this <laughs> More going you, on
1: than House of the Dragon in Albert Square yeah. and Corrie, isn't there?
0: Of course there is. Well, a bit less incest, usually. <laughs> yeah. Um wow. But, yeah. Um So... I mean, would that not make you want to watch the soaps on Christmas Day?
2: I feel like I have watched them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly told you two things that are happening in each soap. It wasn't really a thorough briefing, but there yeah, you go.
2: It's just so much more. Wow. <laughs> okay,
0: that's the soaps, people. We may have to cut some of that because we're like 25 minutes into the podcast now. Okay, so finally, you'd be glad that's over. And the other thing I wanted to mention was um, the CBeebies Panto for parents out there. This year it's Dick Whittington and his cat. This is will be played on repeat in my house over Christmas. Sing along, blah, 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 blah. So it's the cast of CBBS, basically the CBeebies presenters. They do a panto every year. It was rec- recorded in October. It was actually in cinemas around the country last week, which I wasn't aware of. But that will come to um, iPlayer soon. Could not find a broadcast date for it. Although, Alex, do you know what the broadcast date for it is?
2: Off the top of my head, I don't know for that one.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I know that the...
2: Richard E. Grant is doing story time on the twenty third. I think at six. Oh,
0: o'clock. nice! That'll so, be good as yeah. well. Okay, cool. All right. So moving along, uh, previews. So we're going to talk a little bit about what is coming up. Alex, talk to us. Give us your recommendations. Okay.
2: So I am the so the big one I'm looking forward to is Ghosts. Uh, okay. They've got another Christmas special this year. It's their third Christmas special, I think. And they're on they're on Christmas Day this time, which is pretty cool. Um, it's a, a deserved promotion. Yep. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm very fond of ghosts. I think it's very good at it being funny, but in quite a naturalistic way. They they make it look very easy, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but yeah, so this year the ghosts uh, they're trying to get a Christmas present for for Alison Charlotte Ritchie. And and obviously it's difficult because they're ghosts. Um, <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, then slightly less Christmassy, but still on around the same time. Netflix have a spy drama called Treason coming out on Boxing Day. Uh, it's got Charlie Cox in it, and he's sort of a MI5 rising star who is uh, some his his life is thrown into disarray into conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be entertaining. And then the last sort of big show of the year that I'm looking forward to is Mayflies, mm-hmm. uh, which is Martin Compston and Tony Curran, uh, BBC drama, sort of an adaptation of a book from a few years ago about um, the these two kind of lifelong friends, uh, and then one of them sort of shows up and says, "Look, hello, my lifelong friend, um, I'm I'm not very well," and so it kind of goes from there. Okay, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward
0: to that. Why Sorry, could you say again? Where? When is Mayflies on?
1: Mayflies is on the 27th and the 28th. Okay.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Stephen?
1: This isn't a recommendation from me because I've never seen a full episode, but I know that it's very popular and that a lot of people (laughs) will want to watch it. Um, And apparently it's very good. Uh, Call the Midwife Christmas special will be on at 7.55 on BBC One on Christmas Day. It's a 90-minute special. Apparently... There was a, a big train crash yeah. in Call the Midwife recently. Um, oh, Devastating. And this is sort of set as life is sort of returning to normal after that. And we see uh, Trixie return uh, to the village. Um, the maternity clinic will move to to a new location. And a character called Rhoda is, is uh, one of their first um, sort of inpatients. And you also see um, Fred sort of raise money for those who have been um, affected by, by the train crash. So that'll probably be quite a popular popular one, I imagine, that'll get quite a lot of uh, viewers on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy Valley's also returning. That'll be a New Year's Day release. BBC One again at 9pm, uh, it's on mm-hmm. January 1st. That's season three, and there'll be six episodes, and they'll be coming out weekly. And, yeah, season three will basically see... Um, Tommy's still in prison for sort of the crimes he got up to in season one, and Sergeant Catherine Carwood uh, discovers the remains of a sort of gangland killing victim uh, in in a sewer, and that sort of kicks off the drama of of the new season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be a good way to start the new year, I imagine.
0: Oh, amazing! I'm so looking forward to it. It's like the best British crime drama of the last. 20 years. Mm, It could well be
1: one for Back to the Future at some point for those that missed the the first couple of seasons.
0: Yeah, I think it's all on um, iPlayer. If if you've not seen it, now is the time to cram it because it's really, really excellent. And then you can watch along with the new series in uh, January. And Sarah Lancashire is outstanding in it, I must say. Okay, my two are the Motherland Christmas special, which uh, I don't know if you guys have watched Motherland, but it's essentially... Yeah, it's great yeah. fun. A uh, group of moms navigating various mothery challenges, plus their pal Kevin, who uh, recently divorced, always is good for a few lols. Yeah, essentially Julia, one of the main characters, decides to host Christmas and, you know, mad carry on there. And essentially we see the couple of the characters, other houses as well, in, who are hosting. That is going to be on Friday the 23rd actually at 9.30pm so a little bit pre-Christmas yeah big recommendation there it should be very funny and the other thing I was going to mention was exactly what you mentioned earlier Alex Smits and the Smooze which is the Jada Donaldson um, story and that's on at Happiest 2 on Christmas Day there you go I think that's all our recommendations and if you watch all that stuff over Christmas we will be very impressed with you people so if you've got recommendations for us for next year Do get in touch. We would love to start preparing for that already. Thanks for joining us this week. Do look out for our Friday morning Screen Babble Weekend Watch, which will be giving you more tips on what to watch over the weekend and beyond. Stephen will be giving us his recommendations in a short podcast that will set you up. Uh, If you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get in our lives, drop us a line via our social media. You'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all other platforms as National World. We'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible we'll be back next week with more screen babble in the and looking at everything that was wonderful and some of the stuff that was terrible uh, in 2022. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas.